Welcome to the Bible Marathon. The Bible Marathon wants to raise awareness and raise support for the, dist for the persecuted church and for those who don't have a Bible. So if you've been blessed by this video, I want to ask for your sponsorship. And for all the info, go to thebiblemarathon.com. Now today we are picking up in Genesis chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. Now God could have created everything in one split second, but he chose to use to, to uh, create during six days. Now there's a debate whether or not those were six literal days or long periods of time. Uh, personally, I believe that they are 24-hour literal days. And God created progressively, so to speak. Um, at first, he created the earth as a big mass of, of land and water, and then he started to separate, and then he started to fill, and he was like a master sculptor taking a big mass and then slowly but surely creating a master piece. And that is often how God works. He works um, through time, throughout history, um, and in order to fulfill his will and his purpose. But now we read that the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them. And it seems that all the hosts of them refers to the host in the sky, the, the, the sun, the moon, the stars, um, and they were finished. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. Now, the emphasis is certainly on God. We read, and on the seventh day, God finished his work. All of creation is his work, 100%. His work that he had done. God alone had brought about creation. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So there's a clear emphasis on the fact that all of creation is God's work. As such, as Paul wrote in Romans 1, we are to acknowledge God and give thanks to him. Now we also read that God rested on the seventh day and Later on, the seventh day would be called the Sabbath, which to us is a Saturday. Now, God didn't rest because he was tired or weary. There is no weariness with God when it comes to his work. I believe there is a verse that it talks about that God says that man, his people, has wearied him with their sins. But when it comes to God's power and God's ability, 
there is no tiredness. There is no weariness at all. So he rested on the seventh day. Now, to me, it is very interesting and intriguing that when Jesus died on the cross on Good Friday and cried out, it is finished. He was laid in the tomb and he, so to speak, rested on the Sabbath day from all the work that he had done. And so I believe there is a parallel between the Sabbath in creation and the ultimate Sabbath in salvation. And Paul talks about that in Colossians 1, I'm sorry, Colossians 2, verse 16. He says, Therefore let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. So the Sabbath, when God rested, was already a type of Jesus when he would rest from his finished work that he had done. And so the author of Hebrews, Hebrews 4 verse 10, calls us to enter into God's rest. He says in Hebrews 4 verse 9, So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his work as God did from his. Now, and I'm a little bit at loss of, of words, the Sabbath was to be a day of absolute rest, whereby man did not do any work. And as we read with Paul in Colossians 6, I'm sorry, Colossians 2, verse 16 and 17, that the Sabbath was a type of Christ, a type of his finished work, and that we can enter into the finished work of Jesus Christ. And so, how does, is God still resting or is he working? And in a way, it's both. In a way, God is resting and in a way, God is working. I have to look at the time. And I feel, in all honesty, that I'm a little all over the place. So some, the best teacher is able is the one who is able to clearly express his thoughts. So let me give it another shot. God finished all of his work in creation, and he rested. But the word that he had spoken is still in effect and is still evidently visible and active. And so, for example, in Hebrews we read that Jesus not only created all things, he also upholds all things by the word of his power. 
So in a way, God fully rested from all the work that he had done, and we are called to enter into God's rest. Why? Because his word is living and active, fulfilling his will. And the same is true with Jesus' finished work. And so we are called to enter into his rest. And Jesus said, it is finished, but the result, the results of his finished work are still clearly visible and active and progressive. For example, in Colossians 1, verse 5, it talks about, Paul talks about the gospel, and then he says, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world, it is bearing fruit and increasing. So it is all so it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. So Jesus said it is finished, and it is finished. But the results of his finished work, the reality of the gospel, is bearing fruit and increasing. And we see that also in Isaiah 53, verse 10. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, it is finished. He shall see his offspring. And there is the result of Christ's finished work, which is our eternal Sabbath rest.